have an intense conference, and it's intense for a purpose. We have worked for a long time. I've been leader for four years. I came into this position, we had less than 200 members. We are now sitting in the majority. We put forth to the American public a commitment to America. There's times we're going to have to argue with our own members if they're looking at for only positions for themselves, not for the country. For the last two months, we worked together as a whole conference to develop rules that empower all members. But we're not empowering certain members over others. Last night, I was presented the only way to have 218 votes if I provided certain members with certain positions, certain gavels, to take over the church committee, to have certain budgets. And they even came to the position where one, Matt Gates said, I don't care if we go to plurality and we elect Hakeem Jeffries and it hurts the new frontline members not to get reelected. Well, that's not about America. And I will always fight to put the American people first, not a few individuals that want something for themselves. So we may have a battle on the floor, but the battle is for the conference and the country, and that's fine with me. Those of us who will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy today take no joy in this discomfort that this moment has brought. But if you want to drain the swamp, you cannot put the biggest alligator in charge of the exercise. I'm a Florida man and I know of what I speak. We offered Kevin McCarthy terms last evening that he rejected. We sought a vote in the first quarter of the 118th Congress on term limits. He refused. We wanted a budget from the Republican Study Committee that balances on the floor in the first quarter. He refused. We wanted the border plan that the Texas delegation put together on the floor. He refused. And it is true that we struggle with trust with Mr. McCarthy because time and again, his viewpoints, his positions, they shift like sands underneath you. Even Mc Kevin McCarthy's own mentor recently said that the lies always change. And Mr. McCarthy is not only responsive to pressure from the right. Time and again, he has failed to achieve the goals that we seek on spending and on the fight. For months, we have been asking Mr. McCarthy for his battle plan. How do we ensure that we stand up for folks in the military who feel like they're being purged? How do we ensure that if there is the passage of a farm bill, it includes things like work requirements? And all we got was a handful of howdy and a mouthful of much obliged. So we do not want to be here at this moment. We would prefer to have a unity of purpose, but we will not continue to allow the uniparty to run this town without a fight. There's very little difference between Nancy Pelosi and her California delegation mate that seeks the gavel. And we want to change because this town is broken. And this is a person who has acknowledged in Mr. McCarthy that the town is broken. And he has been a part of that process for many years as a member of the leadership. Welcome back. That's going well. <laughs> Again, at least at the time that I am recording this, there have been two votes and McCarthy has lost on both accounts. Uh, they're doing a they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I know that uh, I've been hearing a lot as I was listening to the AM radio, different hosts saying that this is a sign of weakness and the American people are going to look at this like the GOP can't get it together. I have a different opinion on that. I mean, do you want somebody running? You want somebody being the Speaker of the House that is a rhino? I mean, do you, do you don't you want somebody that's a Speaker of the House that's truly going to represent our core values? That's going to attack everything that needs to be attacked, that's willing to to go the distance, and they're not willing to to budge at all, they're not willing to give an inch, and they're going to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the opposition. Isn't that who you want in there? That's who I want in there. 
So I'm not upset with the process right now. You know, sometimes you have to go through the process to get a better result. And I think right now that's what we are doing. I hope by the end of the night, uh, maybe by tomorrow, you know, this will be outdated and we'll have a new Speaker of the House. And hopefully it's not Kevin McCarthy because I don't like Kevin McCarthy. Ironically, Matt Gates compared him to Nancy Pelosi, which is similar to what I said, saying that he is a Californian Republican, which is like a left-leaning, uh, which is like a left-leaning Republican. I mean, it's, it, we all think the same thing. You know, this guy's not going to be what you want him to be. He's not going to stand in there. He will concede. He's willing to play ball. He's willing to work with his counterparts on the left. And that's not what we need there right now. The co- we are in a very, we are in trying times. We're in a delicate state right now. And if this swings too much further in any direction, it's not going to be good for any of us in the country. Whether you're liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat, independent, it doesn't matter. Right now, we have to come back to a center that we can all begin to have conversations around. We've got to be able to work together, and we've got to be able to come to some common ground and common sense decisions in this United States so that we can get this country back on track and we can continue with this dream because this is the dream. This is the greatest nation in the world. This is the greatest nation in history. We have outlasted almost every uh, major civilization before us. Anybody that had power, nobody has had more power than the United States and abused it less. Okay. They're showing some abuses right now. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. especially the FBI and whatnot. But we need to go in a direction where we continue this experiment because it works. This is the freest place in the world. That's why you have millions upon millions of people trying to flood the border to get in here. You're not going to come somewhere that's run down and it's a piece of crap. You want to go to the best. You want to go where the dream's achievable. You want to go where things are possible. You want to go where a uh, sky's the limit. A dream as big as you can because it can happen here. It can't happen in other places around the world, but here it can. So let's try to let's try to get that dream back intact and keep it so that way we have a place to go for the entire world that is free. Crenshaw, the uh, it's amazing. Yeah, Crenshaw, this guy. Whatever your feelings are in Texas about Crenshaw, I don't. There's a, here's another one that I personally am not fond of. But he, he said that uh, hardline opponents to the House GOP leader, Kevin McCarthy, becoming the next speaker, are now enemies. <laughs> As opposed to what? They're enemies to what? To the establishment, to the swamp, to people like yourself? Is that who they're enemies to? They're not enemies to, they're not enemies to the people. They're trying to do their best. You know, they, they know better than most where the flaws are. They, you don't think that the people in Washington know who the rats are? You don't think they know who the rhinos are? They're going to know better than most. They're going to know better than we do because they are behind closed doors with them. They are with these people all the time. They're going to know. So the fact that you're having a few stand up, it's what we need. Crenshaw, what he needs to do is start acting like a conservative Republican and do his job for the great state of Texas. You know, maybe if he'd spent a little bit more time actually doing the things that he says he's going to do, spend a little bit more time being the conservative he claims to be, 
being the God-fearing conservative he claims to be. Maybe if he spent a little more time focusing on those statements and actually behaving like he is what he claims to be, it would be better for the state of Texas. Might be better for the entire United States. So Crenshaw, everybody's enemies now? I don't know. Seems like you've been an enemy for quite some time. Well, the process will continue, and we will see where it ends up. (laughs) I'm hoping something good comes out of it. Really, I am. You know my feelings on McCarthy, and I don't like McCarthy, and this next one that I'm about to talk about, I don't like him either. Mitch McConnell, this is amazing. An amazing story. Mitch McConnell, as, as the new Congress came into place today, you know, so many things are... You have like happy and sad moments. What's a happy moment? Nancy Pelosi is no longer the Speaker of the House. I mean, can we get a round of applause for that one? We're going to have a more balanced Congress now since you can't just pass any reckless bill. We should get, we should be applauding that. One thing I am not applauding, Mitch McConnell, 80 years old, will remain the Republican minority leader in the 118th Congress, which will make him the longest-serving party leader in Senate history. He has surpassed Mike Mansfield, who was a Democrat leader from 61 to 77. The turtle. I'm not happy about that. Not at all. This is where term limits become a very, very real and large issue. This man, does he need to be in the Senate at 80 years old? Come on. Come on, at 80 years old, you should be sitting down in front of the TV with your slippers on. You should be watching this on TV. You shouldn't be participating in it. You should be taking it easy. And that's not. And this is not a negative thing. You should be retired. You should not still be in Congress milking money from the American people. There should be some young blood in there, better representation in there. You're tired and you're old. You don't have the fight in you. This guy should be retired. Term limits. That was kind of depressing to find out today. You know, let's look at what what is what has Mitch McConnell done for us in all the time that he's been the party leader in the Senate. What has he done? Oh, let's see. He defunded conservative midterm campaigns. That's a good one. He funded establishment candidates against conservatives. He dumped so much money in Alaska against Chewbacca. Uh, wasted money. He didn't support other candidates in Arizona that needed to be supported. He could have dumped some more money in there. Could have dumped a bunch of money in Georgia. Didn't do that. He helped enable Joe Biden pass his far-left legislation. Voted to give over $100 billion to Ukraine. Supports gun control measures. Refuses to condemn Biden's speech uh, in Philadelphia that labeled MAGA Republicans as a threat to the nation. He has watched in his time serving as our national debt grew by $20 trillion. He signed off on the omnibus bill. What has this guy done that you could sit there and want to argue with me that would tell you that he is a Republican and he's not an establishment swamp creature? I, you know, I would like to know, Kentucky, what in the what in the hell? You don't have nothing better than that? Than the turtle? You guys don't have anything better? You couldn't do better than that? We couldn't get somebody, uh, I don't know, 20 years younger? <laughs> You're still getting close to retirement age, 20 years younger. The guy's 80. You couldn't get us somebody a little bit better that's got a little more fight in him? The Senate, we couldn't elect a better leader 
for the party? You know, so I, I know for a fact, because I was kind of hoping he pulled it off. Rick Scott, he wanted to challenge him, but couldn't get the votes. Maybe Rick Scott wasn't the guy, but there's got to be somebody else. You have some strong people in the Senate that would, I would assume, be willing to go toe-to-toe. I'm not sure anymore. Politicians, they are dirty. It's a dirty game. They definitely play a dirty game. But Mitch McConnell, this guy's the worst of the worst. He's been the worst of the worst for far too long. We've been dealing with this for far too long. Under his his leadership, illegal immigration has continued. He hasn't stopped that. Real wages for American workers have not grown. That's why everybody's complaining about the minimum wage and they want $15 minimum wage because they haven't fought for the things that are important to the American people. Obamacare was enacted in 2010. He was, he was there when that happened. Big banks were built out in 08. He was there when that happened. Social media companies have been consistently silencing conservatives, not to mention removing seated, a seated president from uh, their platforms. And he sat by and watched that happen. This is who we have in the Senate right now. That's who the leader is. You guys couldn't do any better than that. Kentucky couldn't do any better. Senate couldn't do any better. Depressing. Disgusting. I should throw this paper. You don't even want to look at it. Cocaine Mitch has no business at his age. He has no business with the amount of time he's already served being in the Senate. You can be 80 years old if your wits are about you and if you're still a, a pistol. If you're still a, a firecracker, God bless you. you know, there are plenty of them out there. You could be in there if you've only been serving for 15 years and you happen to get elected as a leader and they're hoping that you're going to, you know, keep ticking until the end, go for it. But this particular guy, you read, you heard what I read you. He's done nothing but damage this country for well over a decade, closer to, closer to two decades. But we, we didn't get rid of him. We got him back again. It's amazing. Simply amazing. Like I said, there are some positives and there are some negatives to what's happening. I think that Kevin McCarthy being challenged is a positive. You know, you shake things up and you shake these swamp creatures up and let them know, no, this ain't a free ride. You don't get to just stay there just because that's the status quo and you are who you think you are. And that just makes you, Kevin McCarthy, I've been in charge for four years. Oh, well, congratulations. And in four years, what has happened? You've been in the minority, so you really haven't had much impact on anything other than a lot of talking. What have you really done in four years? We need a change. We'll see what happens for tomorrow. I love this one. This, this is the best one ever, the one that I'm about to do. I, I would like to know how something like this happens. <laughs> Joe Biden's regime, listen to what I'm saying now. Joe Biden's regime, the last couple of weeks of December, I got sick. I, didn't, wasn't, I wasn't able to get to this one. I wanted to. And it wasn't able to, so I'm just going to it because I have to say something about it. Misplaced almost 400,000 illegal... (laughs) Jesus, Lord. 400,000 illegal immigrants. I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying not to yell into the microphone. How do you misplace 400,000 people? How? It's not like car keys. 
This isn't, oops, I dropped my wallet somewhere. This isn't, oh, hun, where did I put the emergency credit card? I seem to misplace it. Oh, I lost my glasses somewhere. I seem to misplace them. 400,000 people. 400,000 people. They walk around. They move. They are not inanimate objects. They breathe. They talk. They eat. They, they, how do you misplace them? How? How is that even possible? 400,000 people just poof. I don't know what we did with them. I don't know. They were supposed to be here. I don't, I don't know where they are. Well, they shouldn't be that hard to find. Yeah, finding one person might be a problem, but 400,000 is half the population of some of the states we have in the United States. Oh, oh my God. I mean, it's simply amazing. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE, according to the Daily Caller, admitted... It has no records of hundreds and of hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants released into the country with electronic tracking devices. Agency told track that on December 22nd. Tay Johnson, the director of ICE, answers to Homeland Security. Alejandro Mayorkas, <laughs> you know how tough he's been on the border. So did they misplace them or did they just allow them to enter into the country unchecked and unregistered. The U.S. government has no idea where the nearly 400,000 people are. Based on statistics, most are, aside from being illegal in the United States, likely otherwise descendants of people but still need services. Some will be criminals, some from pretty uh, petty to serious felonies, and some may be terrorists. They do not know. The The D.C. said ICE responded, that they could no longer find records of the immigrants in the alternative to detention, which is ADT, and that they had previously released uh, came as a shock, particularly after they informed us that they had been misleading the public for several months by releasing extremely inaccurate ADT data. Americans wonder if there are any trustworthy government agencies left. No, we don't wonder. We, there's no question about it. Can you name a government agency that you trust that's giving you the truth right now? No, of course not. You can't name one because there isn't one. I don't know of any agency that I believe the the facts or the statistics that they come out with. Do I talk about them? Yes, I do, because that's what I'm presented with. But do I believe that those numbers are true? No, I do not. Especially with certain sites. CDC, that's a joke. CDC is a joke now. What once was such a prestige organization no longer carries that weight. Now they're just a joke. They're a laughingstock. And now you're telling us you don't know. (laughs) You don't know where 400,000 people are. 400,000 people. It blew my mind. I know I keep repeating myself, but it blows my mind. You're talking half a million people almost. You're getting close to half a million people. Half of a million people. Uh, You realize an average uh, or a large Stadium, football stadium holds about 100,000 people. I mean, that's a large one because a lot of them don't even carry that many. But say 100,000 people. You ever been near a football stadium when a game gets let out and you got at least uh, 70 to 100,000 people coming out of there? I mean, it's it's gridlock. You can't even you can't even go anywhere. That's a fraction of the number we're talking about here. That would be one fourth at best. <laughs> it's amazing. This is what we're working with. They wonder why we're all upset. They wonder why people don't believe a thing coming out of the government's mouth these days. And I really love how they put it. Oh, we misplaced them. Oh, you you misplaced. You know what? 
I, I, we do it all the time, don't we? You know, oh, oh, you know, we had our whole family came on the trip, but you know what? We seem to misplace them somewhere. All 30 of us were together at one point. Now there's just two of us left. I don't know. We misplaced the other 28. I don't know where they went. It's amazing. I, I just, they just disappeared. God knows. <laughs> it's just, it's pitiful. We got to do better. This, this all links back to who's being elected in Congress, who's being elected in the White House. If you feel safer, if you're a liberal or maybe you're uh, independent, maybe you're in the center and you're left-leaning, if you feel safe knowing that potentially 400,000 people completely unchecked and registered are running around in the United States right now, which I'm sure is just a small number. I'm sure the number is much higher than that. They already look foolish enough by releasing that number, and you know it's probably a lot worse. Let's be honest. But if you feel safe with those people running around right now, you're a, you're a fool. I, I don't know what else to, to, to say to you than you're a fool. And whether you're offended or not, I could care less. Yeah. 400,000 people, you have no idea what type of people these are, where they come from, what countries they come from, because it's not like only South American people come across the border. We have people from everywhere coming across the border. They know the southern border is open. They get to that area, and they all just come up through the same route. But it doesn't mean that they're all South American. They're Central American. We have people from everywhere. You don't know who they are. You don't know what type of people they are. You don't know if they're criminals. You don't know if they're smuggling drugs. You don't know if they're smuggling people. You don't know what they're doing. And now that we have... No idea who they are. They can roam freely in the United States and they can do whatever they want to do. Do we need another 9-11? Is that what we need? Do we need to train some more people that came here illegally, obtain illegal um, uh, identification? God, I couldn't get that out. Obtain illegal identification and then we could train them to do something that they're going to use against uh, American people, American citizens, innocent civilians. Do we really need to go down this route again? This is how you get there. This is one of the easiest ways for them to get there. That means they're already here. So if you think that that's okay, you you need to go somewhere else. You really do. You need to go somewhere else. You you need to see with your own eyes how horrible it can be somewhere else. Because you're, you're entitled and you're spoiled. You've lived here too long. Freedom has been so good to you. You don't know what it's like. You, you don't know what hunger tastes like. You don't know what desperation tastes like. See, people like me, I don't want to know. You know, I'm happy in this country. I love this country. I will fight and die for this country. I will kill for this country. I, I don't want to know that feeling. I know how good I have it, and I'm trying to protect it. But to a lot of you people, you had, you've had it too good for too long, so you're like spoiled little brats. You don't realize what you have. So you're willing to give it all away and you're willing to just say, ah, to hell with it. That's going to get you. I promise you it's going to get you. But you definitely need to go check out some other countries where you don't get anything. And you see, you'll see what it's like real quick and in a hurry that you better come back home and kiss the ground that you're walking on because this is the greatest place in the entire world to be in. All right. 400,000 people. That's just crazy. It's insane. (laughs) I don't know. There's not much more to say to that. I mean, the, the headline said it itself. 
Uh, if you like what you hear, please rate and review me, especially on Apple. It's always of great help. Uh, if you'd like to check out anything else, I do littlejocc.com. If you'd like to contact me, go to the contact section. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Let's see what happens with, uh, or no, it's uh, Wednesday, actually. Wednesday. Let's see what happens with McCarthy. See what uh, how that turns out. Hopefully, some we'll get some better news. Hopefully, he won't be the guy, but we will see. Otherwise, have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow.